What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Wheelchair Pulpit Podcast. Hope everyone's having a great day so far. And this episode will be filled with a bunch of sports talk regarding the Atlanta Braves, college football, and the NFL. And I'm going to give my thoughts and opinions on those football games and where I see the Atlanta Braves going into the playoffs in the beginning of next month. But before I get into all that, let me open up this episode in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this podcast, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So the Atlanta Braves are 11 and 12 going into the last week of September and they will end their regular season with a two home series against the Chicago Cubs and the Washington Nationals. The Braves are currently ahead of the Baltimore Orioles in the best record and best team in the league and they are the Braves they are the only team right now that has 100 wins for them in this in this season I see the Orioles maybe getting to 100 wins by the end of the season but all those wins don't matter if they won't back it up once the playoffs start and the wild cards games start on October 3rd, which is my birthday. So that's another reason why I'm looking forward to that day. The Braves already clinched the National League East and have a playoff spot as the number one seed in the National League. They will be waiting to see who they play in the division series. They will either play the Philadelphia Phillies or the Arizona Diamondbacks. And it'll be interesting to see who they will play, either the Phillies or the Diamondbacks. And when it comes to the division series, it is a best of five game series other than the conference series and the world series. Both of those are best of seven. So, hopefully, the Braves will be able to take what they've done in the regular season and put it into the postseason and make a World Series championship run. I hope they do that. If history doesn't repeat them, repeat themselves, then... 
I see the Braves going into the World Series right now and getting the title. But we'll see if that comes true once they start their playoff games against either of those two teams. So now getting into some college football, the uh, Florida Gators played the Charlotte 49ers in Gainesville and defeated them 22-7. to It was more of a defensive game for the Gators rather than an offensive game. The uh, run game for the Gators wasn't as effective as it was against McNeese and Tennessee. But they did come out with the win. Graham Mertz put up some good passing yardage. He threw for 295 yards and a touchdown pass to Ricky Pearsall, who caught for six receptions for 104 yards, including a great one-handed catch that looked like an Odell Beckham Jr. catch. But now they're going into this Saturday against Kentucky in Kentucky, and they go into this game against Kentucky with the fifth best defense in all of college football, but their offense goes into this game with the 35th ranked offense in all of college football. So hopefully their offense can get back to their identity and it is the run game with Johnson Jr. and Trevor Etienne. And if they play the way they do against Kentucky, like they did against McNeese and Tennessee, then I see a win against Kentucky. But Kentucky is always hard to defeat, especially when they are at home. But we will see if they can go into Kentucky and beat them this Saturday. But before I get into some NFL talk, uh, I want to go over just a couple of games in the top 10. Uh, Florida State went into Clemson and beat them 31-24 to in overtime. Florida State did not look especially impressive against Clemson. They had some defensive issues, and Clemson's offense looked pretty impressive. But Clemson is not the team that Debo Sweeney had in previous years. I think they they may not be in a rebuilding year, but everybody can't have a consistent winning season 
as you can see with the Gators and Alabama, Alabama's not looking especially championship caliber, but Florida State didn't look very impressive coming into that game as the fourth best team in all of college football. But we will see how Florida State goes into their season. Ohio State and Notre Dame was another game that came down to the wire as Ohio State went into Notre Dame and beat them 17-14. to Notre Dame was driving down the field and got to Ohio State's red zone and they couldn't capitalize on a touchdown or a field goal and I was never high on Notre Dame just because they always have an up and down season but to see them take Notre Dame at home to the wire just shows that Ohio State is beatable. But when it comes to college football, everybody is beatable. But Ohio State is not the team to beat in the Big Ten. Right now, that is Michigan. But we will see also how the Big Ten is going to go once Michigan and Ohio State play later in the season. Oregon hosted Deion Sanders and Colorado, and they took care of business pretty handedly against Colorado, beating them 42-6. to Dan Lanning, the head coach of Oregon, had some pretty strong comments about Deion Sanders and the Colorado team. Deion is doing great work for Colorado, but hopefully they can back it up once they play against Southern Cal on Saturday. But now let's get into some NFL talk. And week three of the NFL season had some pretty interesting games, including the Miami Dolphins putting up 70 points against the Denver Broncos, which is a league record dating back to 1955. And right now, it seems like Tua Tagovailoa is the MVP lead, but it's only week three of the season, so it's super early to go ahead and have MVP leaders. I see that going into maybe the middle of the season if he keeps consistently putting up MVP numbers. The Green Bay Packers scoring 18 points in the 
fourth quarter against the New Orleans Saints, beating them in Green Bay 18-17. to And the Cowboys, who were double-digit favorites against the Arizona Cardinals, they were upsetted by the Cardinals 28-16, and they were especially unimpressive against the Cardinals. And now the Eagles are leading their division right now, and they will be playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa tonight. So we'll see how that plays out. I think the Eagles will go into Tampa Bay and win and lead the East because Baker Mayfield, who is now QB1 for the Buccaneers, always have up and down games. So I don't see Baker Mayfield putting up especially impressive numbers. And I see a Eagles win, but we'll see if that is true once those two teams play tonight for a Monday night football primetime game. But that's all I have for today's episode. I will get into the Gators and the Kentucky game next week and also some other college football and NFL games if they are worth me talking about them. And I will talk to you all more about the Atlanta Braves and where I see them. But that's all I have again today for today's episode. As always, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can watch it on YouTube. And if you really like this podcast, you can go into the link that I share on my social media pages and subscribe. But let me end this episode in prayer, and I will talk to you all next week. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you again for this podcast and giving me the ability to do it. And I pray that those who listen are encouraged. And I pray this for your precious name. Amen.